0: From MDB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Woods Couture, information technology expert at New Steel and Jackson and Flowood, an IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Now, Safer Internet Day is February 6th. So today, we will discuss ways that you and your family can be safer and more responsible when using the Internet. To be a part of this conversation or to ask any general tech question, give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio.
1: Support for NPR comes from Trader Joe's, where they have a double dozen tulips for the love of one's life, gummy X's and O's for a new flame, or zoog sauce for those not quite ready to commit at TraderJoe's.com and at Trader Joe's on Instagram and the Annie E. Casey
2: Foundation. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MVB Think Radio.
0: From MBV Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilts Couture, information technology expert at Newport Steel in Jackson and Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Foam Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well... The Internet has been an, an amazing invention that has changed the world in more ways than we can think of. But not all those ways, unfortunately, have been positive. We can connect with people faster, find things easier, and transfer information at the speed of light. But because so much of our private lives and information is transferred over the Internet, Safer Internet Day was created to remind us how to protect ourselves from those dangers and to help make the Internet safer, for everyone. So today on Everyday Tech, we're going to talk about Safer Internet Day and how you can help promote safer Internet usage and be more responsible. If you'd like to be a part of this conversation, give us a call at 1 MPB Ring. That's 1 672 7464 and online at Everyday Tech at MPBOnline.org. Well, good morning, fellas.
2: Good
3: morning.
0: Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning. Hi.
3: How are things down there in in the berg today?
4: Very busy. Busy Uh, is good. Raining cats, dogs, and computer problems.
0: Oh, it's raining today?
4: No, it's not. Oh, I was like, Uh, wow, we are so
0: (laughs) beautiful, sun shining in Jackson. You know, it can be like that, though, sometimes. I know. It's it's pretty cold, but uh, no, not raining. Oh, Um, no.
4: Raining just computer problems.
0: Right. figuratively <laughs> raining. So tell tell us, give us an update on the uh, Spectra and the meltdown situation that we talked about about two weeks ago.
4: Uh, okay. So um, still definitely a, a pretty big problem, still being patched by multiple vendors. Um, let's see. Uh, I believe that Windows has been patched, all of your virus protections have been patched, and everything else is just kind of. Slowly rolling
3: out. Yeah, the uh, the iPhones have uh, their latest versions of iOS are patched against them as well. So I think the phones are kind of following suit. Uh, no word yet on toasters and microwaves being patched, but I'm <laughs> yeah. sure they're on the way.
0: Well, that's good. Uh, Jeremy, you mentioned that it would take a long time before they would be able to fix this. Was that true or did they surprise uh, yeah. you?
4: <laughs> no, this is this is still true, and the reason for that is because of all the older technology that these vulnerabilities will exist on, unpatched. That's that's where the problems going to come in, oh. because uh, there are lots of machines that will never be uh, fixed for uh, handling this problem. Okay. So. Uh, you're looking at like ATMs and you know things like that, and it may not even be. Uh, it, it's a lot of it will be overseas mm-hmm. where uh, they don't have the resources to patch their equipment, mm-hmm. um, but we will see some of it domestically as well because you just got uh, massive uh, companies with very small IT crews that have to go through and patch all of this manually.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you know, let's talk about Safer Internet Day. This was something that I never heard of, and. Uh, Wiltz, you told me about it and I started doing some research on yeah. it. Safer Internet Day uh was created and it's actually bigger in the UK, but of course America uh we take part in it as well. Safer Internet Day was created to help especially teens and young adults uh and help the parents let them let our kids know how to be responsible and safer on the Internet. But adults need to do that as well. Well, I mean, yeah,
3: we definitely do because, uh, you know, I see just as many adults in the restaurants with their heads down and their phones and everything <laughs> else, and and it does happen. And, and, you know, the reality is no matter the generation, no matter the age, no matter anything, we all find a way that we're all connected, and, you know, we're connected in ways that 30 years ago we would have never imagined.
0: And Which is wonderful, but... If someone would ask you where do we start? Where do we start when we go when we talk about spreading safer internet um, responsibility
3: Well, I think just really awareness I think getting people to understand um, what some of those risks are as well as some of the rewards. I think you know we try to highlight that a lot on this show is what's what's the downside, but well, it's also the good side uh, and just the more people are aware it's like with anything the more you know the better equipped you are to be able to make the decisions that are the right decisions for you and for your family.
0: All right. So let's talk about where where you connect from. So that's important to start right there.
3: Well it is. What what is your jumping off point into, say, the internet? If we're just gonna, you know, just kind of focus on that particular piece of technology, are you connecting from home where you control uh, for the most part, you know how how you can go in. You're you're actually you know you pay the provider, so you know what kind of services you're paying for. You also know who is, and who is not connected to your network. Versus, are you in a public location, maybe like a local restaurant, uh, a hotel, uh, you know? Even I'll you know, give a, a plug for our Mississippi. Uh, the welcome centers all around the edge of the state. Every one of those has free Wi Fi available for travelers to come in. So, are you going in there somewhere public? Because if you're somewhere public, now you have the potential of strangers being able to look at what you're doing. So, so it really doesn't make a difference where you're coming in. And then, of course, you know, we talk about schools. Schools have certain rules that go along with those. And we have certain, you know, policies that we have to follow if you're trying to protect Internet connections, you know, especially when you're dealing with children, mm-hmm. as well as work. I mean, I'm sure here at MPB, just like out at Newcore, you know, we have restrictions placed, not to try to play the whole Big Brother role, but just to protect because, I mean, the bottom line is there is actually a lot of dangerous – for all the good, there's a lot of dangerous stuff out there. Um, and and then you also see the liabilities that can come down um, if you see something negative happening, say, in a school or in a work. That kind of stuff can make it above the fold on the front page of the newspaper. And so it can really be yeah. a, a – a, a reputation hit as well
0: so Jeremy, we, we're talking about um, where you're connecting from, be it home your home connection, school work or public location and work is one of the things that's real important. A lot of adults need to understand when you're at your office and you're, you're you know you're sending things via email you have to be be mindful of what you're sending uh, via your office email, correct, Jeremy?
4: Uh, yes, you definitely do, and you need to be careful about what you're clicking on as well, even if it's uh, a link from one of your coworkers, because that could be masquerading as a virus or uh, something even worse that attacks your email and then attacks your people in your contact list as well. Um, like Wilts was saying uh, at work, um, all it takes is one unsecure machine to click on one little innocent-looking attachment, and it's it, it can create hours and hours and hours of recovery
3: or even days yes, i remember days, I, I remember a, a couple day. of uh, breakouts that took us a few days to actually recover from
0: so guys yeah. would you say that you should not well be be mindful of what you download on your uh, office computer or don't download stuff well <laughs> basically? you
3: know i would almost put it out there that just as mindful as you would be on your home computer mm-hmm. you should also be on your work computer and sometimes it seems that some people don't make that. Quite make that distinction, oh, it's no big deal up here at work. We have all these i t people If you wouldn't do it at home, come on, why would you do it at work also? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know if you don't leave your uh if you wouldn't leave your kitchen just totally trashed mm-hmm. at the house, why don't are you gonna totally leave the break room trashed <laughs> exactly. you know and and I think that's just really it, just making aware because when you cause you know I hate to say it you know like that way, but if you cause that kind of problem that happens at work when you have people that having to spend hours days. You're costing the company money, and if you're costing the company money, that's money you're not earning. Right. And um, and like I said, you don't, we don't do it at home because we don't want to cost ourselves money.
0: And, Jeremy, have you, especially with your company um, in Hattiesburg, have you had those calls from companies that they had a virus that infiltrated their office?
4: Oh, yes, all, <laughs> all the time.
0: And it was something um, innocent, huh? Something little. They they didn't even know they did it.
4: An attachment and an email. Uh, the The most catastrophic one that I dealt with, Uh, the company tried to fix it themselves for three days while it was spreading through their network Ooh, I was livid when I got to that one I gotta admit, that was was pretty bad I was like, you you knew you got it three days ago and you waited till today to call me
0: You sound like the doctor at at the um, hospital (laughs) your throat was hurting and you waited three days before you came in to see me?
3: But you know, that's really a good analogy, Michelle, I mean that's what ends up happening. If you get these things on your systems, if you get compromised, it's not just going to go away. You've got to take action. You got to give it a shot. You know, um, you're not just going to be able to wait it out.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Call the doctor. Call Jeremy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we have uh, calls on the phone uh, right now, and of course we have our friend Kathleen from Osaka. Good morning, Kathleen. Look, I'm calling for
5: H-E-L-P. I'm out in the backwoods of both Mississippi. I'm just an old hippie that doesn't understand all this high-tech stuff. <laughs> I want a retro redo. Here's the deal. I don't have a credit card. don't have a computer or Internet yet. I was hacked four times this year, once because I had to check my uh, Equifax for the house thing, and then uh, once I was in the hospital... Someone stole my identity, (laughs) can't even get sick free, and then I was buying something at a produce stand and the information off my check got somewhere. Then I had someone work for me, steal my information, and give it all to Lord knows who. How do you get off of this wheel? I mean, I called for help, called the sheriff's department. They referred me to a, a company and back and forth and back and forth, and it's still no help.
4: That is a uh, a pretty complicated question, and uh, my heart goes out to you. (laughs) Um, Well, the first thing you want to do is make sure that you're not leaking your information from somewhere. If uh, someone is copying your checks, then I would say it's time to move to start using your debit card. Of course, that's in some ways also not safe. Uh, There are certain places where we say that you shouldn't use your debit card, like a gas pump. Because there's a really good chance that they could put something in there that could steal your information that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, really, that that's a very complicated question for our our humble little show here. Um, <laughs> you you need the help of a professional who can help you uh, begin to, to tie up those digital loose ends.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, credit card skimming, unfortunately, is like like Jeremy mentioned, is on the rise. Where they're putting little machine, you know, they're putting little micro machines over your card scanners. Uh, people probably think I'm goofy. Every time I go up to a car scanner, I always pull on it to make sure it won't come off because usually they're attached literally with Velcro. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, checks going out there, uh, just making sure, you know, it's like a lot of things. For one, watching out what information you're putting on the check. I know a lot of us way back in the day used to have a tendency of putting our Social Security number and other identifying information on the check. You don't need to put that kind of stuff on there. So making sure, making sure you kind of sanitize what information you put there. Uh, can go a long way and something as simple as just making sure nobody's standing over your shoulder when you're at these different things because if somebody's standing too close to you if they're on their phone or right behind you all they got to do is silently hit the little picture button and they can get a picture of your check number so um, kind of you know maybe like your situational awareness just kind of pay attention to who's around you uh, as far as for employees stealing that just sounds like it's time to take them out to the woodshed I mean you know I mean I'm I got family down in the Osaka area as well, so I know they got a couple of woodsheds out there.:
4: <laughs> All right. So if, this, if this seems to be like a recurring pattern, I would start looking into you know, am I, am I shopping at the same all the time? because there may be someone at one of those stores that is mm, right. uh, not helping you out.
0: All right, Kathleen, I hope that helped you follow these little tips and maybe these things will stop happening to you. Well, when we come back from break, we'll continue our discussion on Internet monitoring and safety. Now, the phone lines are open, so if you have a question or comment or any general tech question, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Everyday Tech. Only on MPB Think Radio.
2: A sustaining member of mpb think radio we appreciate your support of our programs to become a sustainer go to mpbonline.org you're listening to everyday tech on mpb think radio
0: we're back this is everyday tech and today we're discussing Internet monitoring and safety with our tech experts, Wilt Kutraer and Jeremy Thompson. Now, to join our conversation or to ask any tech question, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, Safer Internet Day will be celebrated globally on Tuesday, February 6th. Now, this year's slogan is create, connect, and share respect. A better Internet starts with you. I like that slogan. How about you guys?
3: Well, I mean, that's definitely true. I think uh, the the one word that really just rings out to me on that one is the whole respect thing. I think that that's sometimes something that we, we see some people lose when they get online and they get behind a keyboard. Uh, we call them kind of keyboard warriors that all of a sudden forget that there is a human face on the other end of, um, of whatever it is they're typing. So, you know, sometimes we forget that we're actually people out there. Mm
0: -hmm. Jeremy, how do you feel about that slogan? Create, connect, and share respect.
4: Yes. Uh, yes, I I totally agree. It's, it's so easy for people to, to step away from the human element because they're not looking face to face. And it's, it's very common. I mean, that's, that's been, you know, since the internet was created, we've had what we call trolls <laughs> on the internet trying to make people sad or, or uh, spread disinformation or um, all kinds of things. And um, sadly, all you really can do when you're dealing with the troll is ignore them. Yes. Because the more you pay attention to them, the more you, you give in to their, uh, their arguments and such, the, the more they're going to argue with
0: you. Right. You,
4: you can't change stupid. Yeah, so that's that's Don't, true. don't feed you.
0: the, don't the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. <laughs> well, well the trolls. Uh, we're going to feed our, Listeners this morning, we have a <laughs> lot. We're going to go back to Pats Christiane uh, and speak with Joe. Joe's been holding for a while and they're having Alexa problems. Good morning, Joe. Oh, Hey, y'all. Hey. 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 Well, look, I,
5: I I, don't know if it's on your end or my end or what, um, but my kids got me a, a, an Alexa smart speaker for Christmas. Um,
0: I'm
5: in their digital format. Anyway, <clears throat> It worked great. All I had to do was say her name and say, play Mississippi Public Radio. And she would, and it was fabulous. And all of a sudden, it stopped about a week ago. And instead of playing y'all, it plays Mississippi River Radio, which isn't bad, but it's not you. <laughs> so <laughs> so okay. I don't know if it's something on my end or your well, end or okay. what. So I can't you know- get you on my speaker anymore.
4: If you give Alexa a command um, and you go look at your Alexa app on your phone, you can see what command she interpreted. So it's possible that even though you're saying play Mississippi Public Broadcasting, she's hearing play Mississippi River Radio. So what you want to do first is go into the app and look and see what she last heard you say and see how she's interpreting that. If that... Does not, I mean, if it still says play MPB, but she's playing uh, the other sh- program, then I would suggest uninstalling the skill in the Alexa app and then reinstalling it.
0: All right, Joe, I just got some um, information for you. Listen to what you're supposed to say exactly. You need to say play MPB radio, and that's for every listener out there. Think Radio. Okay, we're going to write, everybody write this down. Get a pen. Play, if you have an Alexa out there, and we actually have some advertising and promos that you can hear throughout the day. Um, Our wonderful director of radio, (laughs) Jason Klein, he has uh, put a promo out there, but it says, play MPB Think Radio. When you say that exactly, you will get MPB Think Radio and not MPB River Radio.
3: (laughs) Rolling on the river. Rolling
0: on the river, Joe. I hope you got that. Again, it's Play MPB Think Radio, and you will be connected to us. The only command your Alexa uh, needs.
4: You know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Oh, Jeremy. I, I just tried that with mine, and she said she couldn't find it. We've okay, guess what?
0: Before this show sure. is over, we're going to get that fixed. I know they're working on that right now. We're going to um, verify that.
3: <laughs> we're putting Java on this Okay, one. Java.
6: Okay, well, just to put my two cents in, Uh-oh. last night, well, you, we aired the State of the Union, correct? Yes. And my TV constantly stays on PBS Kids because okay. I have two little ones and we're watching Sesame Street. So I said, Alexa, play MPB Think Radio. And then Alexa kindly told me getting MPB Think Radio from iHeartMedia. Then I was listening to the State of the Union.
0: So, Jeremy, what do you have to say about that? He's trying.
4: Well, I'm still (laughs) arguing with mine. So,
0: So Jeremy, uh, it's your
4: connection. Maybe it could be. I keep trying to tell her and she's. She's not getting it. I, I tried even just the generic MPB, and that didn't work. But the Think Radio really doesn't work because she says she couldn't find MPB Think. She misses the radio part.
6: Well, mm. I don't know. I, I'll just say I I had to kind of play with it the first time I said it because mm. she thought I was saying some other things. But yeah. just like Jeremy said, in your, in your app, you can um, configure so she can get what you're saying. You know, from you may say it a little different depending on your slur or your slang or something like that. So,
0: your twang or whatever. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, Joe, we hope this helps. I know we're going to continue working through this. Yeah, we didn't confuse you (laughs) even more. Uh, But uh, we hope this works. Give us a call or email the show. Again, that's. um, um, Everyday Tech at mpbonline.org. Email us, and we'll see if we can get that fixed out, fixed up for you, okay?
3: As well as for some of our other listeners out there, too. Because, exactly. Because, uh, you know, we, we've we got to get
7: Alexa figuring
3: us out here.
0: Exactly. I mean, you know. We're going to go move to Grand Bay and speak with Rick. Good morning, Rick.
7: I use a Lifebook card whenever I'm using an ATM card. Mm-hmm. I don't use my bank financial card. I go buy one of these American Express, I mean, uh, you know, MasterCard or Visa, you can get at any store. Mm-hmm. And I load to it. So if anybody's going to steal any information, that's the only information they're going to get. And if you get rid of that card and get you another card to give it a problem. I also make sure that my NFC is turned off until the time I go to use it. Because that's one real bad way that they're skimming now. They can walk past you if your NFC is turned on. Get all your banking information, even if you're not using it at that point. So Make sure that that's password protect. I don't know if it's if it's if password protection turns that off, and it only gets turned on whenever you use your password. But some of these phones, if you leave that NFC on just like a lot of people leave their Wi-Fi turned on on their phone. You know, mm. you've got an open yeah. door for anybody to come on
4: board. So make all sure right. that that NFC turned off. NFC being near field communication and it should be an option. Uh if it's uh, on an Android phone, you're gonna drop down your menu and you should see a list of all the different things you can toggle on and off. NFC should be one of those in the list. I mean, if if
7: you password protected, it should turn it off until you open it up with a password, shouldn't it?
4: Ideally, yes, but you know, we're talking hackers here, so they typically well, I understand. find ways around. I understand.
7: I just make sure it's turned off, and whenever I go to use it, I turn it back on again. You know, yeah. even though it's password protected, in case somebody gets my phone, that way because uh, all you gotta do is have another another telephone. It's it, it is picking up your near field communication, and yep. it gets everything up, up that it needs. But uh, yeah, I use a throwaway card, and if, if they if if they scammers want to get it, the only banking the information they get is the one I got is in. Uh, uh, the country Georgia, Sylvania <laughs> Bank in Georgia.
0: All right, Rick. And
7: somewhere in here, and that's that. That's all they get. And, I like that.
0: That's a good. Um, that's a good point. Uh, if you want to start using your cards, you can go to any store and get the hundred dollar, two hundred dollar Visa cards or America, those cards and uh, Visa, and use them online one time and just throw them away. That that is actually a good idea.
3: Yeah, and, and you know, and. Um, Well, some of them may not realize some of your credit card companies as well. If you're needing to make a online purchase uh, and such, they can actually issue you a temporary credit card. So let's just say you were wanting to make an online, say like a you know Christmas gift. Birthday gift, what have you? And you're wanting to go to a website? You can actually get your credit card company; they'll give you a temporary number. It's used for one purchase, so that means even if that site is compromised and somebody steals that information, that number's it. worthless. It's not your actual number; it won't come back to anything. It's it's just a throwaway, random number.
0: I like that. We're gonna yeah. move forward now to uh, Gibson. Mississippi and speak to Linda.
3: That's Linda and Port Gibson. <laughs> Port,
0: Port Gibson, Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> Gibson, Miss. I'm like Jason now, reading exactly what I see. <laughs> That's Port Gibson, Mississippi. Linda, apologize. I, I, we apologize for that. How are you doing this morning, <laughs> Linda? Are you with us? All righty, all right. We're gonna move to Memphis, all the way up north, and speak with Daryl. Good morning, Daryl.
8: Well, hello there. Hi. How are you all today?
0: Wonderful, wonderful.
8: Good. Look, I have an Alexa also, and I don't want to connect it with my phone. We do have a router, and we do have uh, the—I uh, can't figure what it is right now—but we have that
4: Wi-Fi. Okay. In the house. So, so you, you're, what you're, what you're saying is, you don't want to have the app on your phone?
8: I don't want to have to use Alexa via my phone
7: yes.
4: Yeah, okay, all right, so um, really all your phone, your iPad, or whatever you happen to set Alexa up with, um, that's just using it to set the device up to show it what your home Internet connection is and so forth. So once you've done that, if it's fully functional, you can delete the app from your phone, and it will not affect it at all. Oh,
8: okay, so I have to set it up with my phone and then delete the app.
4: Well, if you've already got it set up at your house, like if you can already say, Alexa, do whatever, and she does it, right. then it's already set up. So all you have to do is just remove the app from your phone, and it's gone.
8: Okay, well, <clears throat> okay. Oh, uh, I, right. I, I have to call the app first on my phone, and then connect it with the router or, or with the Wi-Fi at the house, and then delete the
4: app from my phone. Correct. Once, yeah, as soon as you've got Alexa set up, you can do whatever you want. Okay, beautiful. Okay, now my second question is, mm-hmm.
8: how can I? This sounds funny. How can I speed up uh, the functions on my phone?
4: Uh, do you have Android or do you have an iPhone?
8: I have an uh, and, and 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 Android. Excuse me.
4: Okay. So with the Android phones, uh, they they typically do pretty well at keeping themselves optimized. So the main thing you want to do is is keep any apps closed out that you're not using. That's gonna, you know, cut down on it. Uh, as far as getting more speed out of it goes, a lot of those cleaner apps, you know, they they say that they do one thing, but they really don't. Um, and then they just make your phone even slower. So really the best thing to do is go through and just optimize the apps that you actually use uh, and remove, it, remove any of the apps that you don't, so that way you're cutting down on anything there. And also you want to make sure if you're taking a lot of pictures or videos or anything like that on your phone, uh, those things are taking up space, and eventually your phone will get full. So make sure that your storage is full.
0: All right, then. Daryl from Memphis, thank you for those questions, and I hope those things get fixed in your house. Well, it's time for take to, for us to take one more break, um, but when we get back, we're going to continue our discussion on Internet monitoring and safety. Now, what are your thoughts? We want to hear from you. Phone lines are open, so if you give us a call, please call 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio.
2: in 2018 connecting to mpb think radio and mpb music radio just got a lot easier if you own a smart home device such as amazon echo or google home you can now ask for mpb by name say alexa play mpb think radio for up-to-date news in your favorite local programs or say alexa play mpb radio for great music to get you through your day and that's it you're connected with any smart home device just ask for us by name alexa play mpb think radio where mississippi is our mission you're listening to Everyday Tech on MVP Think Radio.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our technology experts, Will Coutreer, IT instructor uh, at uh, Holmes Community College, and IT expert at Newcore Steel, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Now, if you're just joining us, today's topic is internet monitoring and safety Now we've been having a lot of questions on a lot of other issues on the phone so if you want to give us a call you're having some issues with your internet slow alexa no alexa <laughs> emails hacked anything give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one 672 7464 or you can email the show to tech at mpbonline.org now uh we're trying to to uh, let people know that Safer Internet Day is next Tuesday, February 6th. So that day, of course, was created for uh, people to help spread the word to be more responsible and safer when using the Internet. And when we talk about Internet uh, usage, we're talking about everything from credit cards to um, being responsible online, cyberbullying, especially for our teens and our tweens when they're online, being responsible, knowing what you're putting out there, making sure... Everything you put out there, you want it to be out there because it will follow you for the rest of your life. Yes, We want to talk about that in just a little bit. We're going to talk about how, as parents, we can uh, instill responsibility in our children, especially our teens, and let them know that don't put anything out there, pictures, um, anything, that you don't want someone to think that's how you are.
3: Yeah, and also think about what someone could do with that particular information. If you're putting out there that you're at a certain Particular location. Well, now somebody out there has an address. It's like you know, we hear the uh, the stories people sitting there talking about on their social media. Oh, look at us! We're at our vacation in. You know, um, lovely Disney World this year and while somebody house. right now, yeah, you know, now your house is being robbed. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and, and we, you know, as adults, we have to be more responsible. We, are, we talk about the teens and the kids and the young adults being responsible. But adults, parents, we need to understand that, that our children are watching us. We are the yes. example. So if we're always on our phones and we're putting crazy pictures up there and you're drinking and this and that, it's nothing wrong with having fun, but understand people are watching, people are looking and most importantly your family and your friends are looking and employers are looking at social media sites to see how you really are when they're looking to hire you for a job and that's just a fact.
3: Oh yeah, I mean is your cyber self the same as your real self? Is is what you're reflecting online, is that what you want people to see you as? Be it positive or negative. I mean it goes all the way around. Um, You know, just just think about that. How are you representing yourself? And, you know, that's something that we kind of grew up with. I mean, you know, our children are a reflection of ourselves. Mm -hmm. What kind of image are we giving them to
0: live up to? Jeremy, you have any thoughts on that?
4: Um, I have more thoughts on the uh, (laughs) Facebook thing Mm -hmm. because I traveled recently with my wife, and she was, you know, blowing up social media with the pictures. Hey, we're traveling, da-da-da. And I was like, look, I'm not trying to, you know, rain on I want you to be able to let people know what we're doing and everything. Mm -hmm. But what I suggested was because we are not at our house, people could in fact know that we weren't there and this would be the prime time to steal all of our stuff, that what she should do is go ahead and upload everything she wants to upload, pictures and all that, but make it all private until we get back. Exactly. You You get the experience of the vacation without the glaring privacy issue.
3: Exactly. I mean, you know, same thing. Whenever recently, I mean, I travel some for work, which means my wife and my children are at home. You know, I try to keep it kind of. Uh, I need to do a better job of it, mm-hmm. but I, I do try to play. You know, be mindful of not saying, "Oh, you know, here I am out of town," because mm-hmm. I don't want something happening to my family. Right. And and you know, some people are probably listening to that, going, "That wouldn't really happen." You know, yeah. nobody thinks it will happen until it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's what internet, say, you know, say safety. Today. This is really about. This is thinking about what could. It's not what has, but what could. You know, we all think a lot about what we could have done after something has happened. But, you know, um, we're here to help you think about those things ahead of time and just kind of head off the the possible bads. And
0: and, um, children, kids, uh, young adults need to understand that college admissions um, departments are looking at social media as well. You do a nice, uh, long... um, uh, thesis or whatever you want to do to uh, admissions um, to get in school. And then they look on your internet site and see, what you're really about, and they see the real person. So again, be mindful of what you're putting, what image you're putting, portraying on the internet, be it yeah. Facebook, uh, IG, Snapchat, and all those things. A lot of people think that that stuff goes away, but nothing truly go. goes away on the internet.
3: No, not even Snapchat. Exactly. No matter how much they want to think that wow. it does, it doesn't. I mean, but and and how many times have we seen, even in just you know recent news about the. Um, I guess for lack of a better term, the character of certain college students mm-hmm. making the headlines. Colleges don't want that appearance on them. They, you know, it looks really, really bad when you have a bunch of college students go out and do bad things. Right. Uh, okay. Reflects badly
0: on it. It does. So. It does. We're going to go back to the phone lines and speak uh, to Charles from Independence, Mississippi. Good morning, Charles. Thanks for calling.
1: Good morning. I have a quick story about email, and then I have a question. Um, Are you there? Yes, we are.
0: Thanks for calling.
1: Okay. I was traveling, and I noticed that my gigabytes were being used off of my plan in big amounts. So I finally tracked it down through uh, activities on Google that I went under Device Manager and found that I had 13 devices connected to my email and they were sending spam. So they hadn't changed any settings at all, so I never knew that they were there. So I never got any security alerts, and I hadn't checked the dashboard. Well, I used Device Manager and remotely wiped all those devices. And then I deleted that account. But um, my question is, if I want to just start an email and I only want to give the address to two or three people, or I want to exclude everyone but two or three people, is that possible?
3: Um... Yes, you can set rules in there that say if you're not receiving, if the message is not from X, Y, or Z, then just go ahead and discard it and get rid of it. Um,
1: I, I want to worry about never having any spam or anything like that. I just, you know, would like just my family to have my email and just maybe three or four people.
3: Yeah, if you were to, if you were to set that, most of your online, like your Gmails and everyone else, you can actually set rules in there that say what to do with a particular email from, you know, um, you know. Joe at yahoo.com, you can say, okay, this is cool, but anything that's not these particular addresses, just discard it. Okay. And it just permanently delete it and it will go away.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I wanted to work. I didn't have to delete it. I didn't want to swipe left or right or anything or send it to a, a folder or, or make a folder unwanted. I just didn't want it to ever even come in.
0: Okay. Um, thank you, Charles. I like that question because you helped yeah. me. So you're saying um, we can set our email to just say if i want two five people to be accepted on my to to email me i can put those email addresses in my email in my settings mm-hmm. and anything that's not from those people will delete not come it. through
3: yep. it will automatically delete it. it will it will automatically delete it it's just the same as if you want to tell it hey if i receive a message from this person i want to forward it if i receive a message from this person i want to mark it as important you can tell that you know the, the thing to caution on that is like you said the larger that list of people you want to receive from gets That does get to be rather large for you to personally manage. But, yes, it is possible, especially in, in like, this limited setting like what he's talking about there.
0: I like that. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to move back to Port Gibson and try to get Linda back on the phone. Good morning, Linda.
5: Yes, I know you're talking about uh, Internet security. But um, I'm having a problem. Whenever I go online, I get a lot of ads.
4: And pop-up ads. How do I get rid of those? So when you're browsing, the first thing we want to know is what you're using to browse. Are you using the blue E or do you use Google Chrome? Oh, I use Google Chrome. Okay. So since you're using Google Chrome, you can install what is called an extension. And Mm -hmm. you can install an extension called uBlock. The letter U, the word block, and it's origin. And that extension will do a much better job at blocking those pop-ups.
5: Okay. Okay, that's all I wanted to know.
0: All right. Okay. Thank you, Linda. Hope that works for you. All right. All right, we're going to move to Meridian, Mississippi now and speak with Clay. Good morning, Clay.
8: Good morning.
0: Thanks for calling in.
8: You're welcome. I have a couple things. One is, as far as the being out and about with a credit or a debit card, I've got a hack I use that I learned from my grandfather. On Monday, I go to the bank, and I get about the amount of cash I think I'll need for the week, and I just pay cash for stuff. And it's real simple. It's also, if Katrina hits, you're set. You don't have to worry <laughs> about the network being down.
0: Yeah.
8: Um, and I've been doing that for about three months, and it works out really better, so... Makes it a lot easier. Nobody's tracking you. the The other thing that I wanted to share was, uh, I have Google Home. I don't have Alexa, but it ended up the command that ended up working with was, was play WMPN on TuneIn, and uh, that seems to work every time to get you guys going.
0: And that's on Google Google Home. Home. And you right. say play. What do you say?
8: Play WMPN on TuneIn. And it comes right up.
3: Okay. Some of this might be related to the apps that are in the background, like, you know, um like it was mentioned before, you know, it's gonna play it on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. It just kinda of depends on what you're you're playing in the background. And I know yeah. we're on I know we're on tune as well. Um, so I'm wondering if we it might just work, have a background app it issue.
8: It didn't a lot of I tried simpler stuff at the beginning and it didn't work. It seems like it needed to be tied to an app that could cast to the Google Home. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's how and that, but that ended up being what worked every time. Okay, well, very
3: cool. Thank you for that.
0: Yes, thanks for listening right. and supporting MPB. All
4: and right. also, all right. Um, all right. I went into my Alexa app, and I was able to tell it to play MPB from there. And I also had to go through iHeartRadio. So I think he's right. I think it has to cast through another app. So in a minute here, I'm going to try to tell her to play MPB Think Radio through iHeartRadio and see if that works.
0: So you're saying you have to set your phone, almost set your phone up to configure with your um, Alexa? So
4: so you can go in there and you can like manually search with the app to, you know, kind of clarify what your results are, like I was telling the previous caller. Mm -hmm. So I went in there and I saw that, you know, it it could find it if I told it to go through iHeartRadio. So I'm pretty sure it's just having trouble making a connection through that app.
0: Java? yeah.
6: No, I was just going to say for all those people who don't want to do that. That's not that's not what I did. Maybe I got maybe I got lucky. I just go to Alexa and I tell her very politely <laughs> to play MPB Think Radio. That is exactly what I say and it pulls right up every time.
0: But you mentioned something about iHeart Radio didn't. You? Well,
6: yeah, well, she pulls it just like the guy uh, pulls his from TuneIn. Uh, uh, Amazon Echo Alexa pulls it from iHeartRadio, but I don't say that.
0: Well, don't I don't think, think Jeremy I s- said he said iHeartRadio. No,
6: it's just that it has to have one See, that, that actually that's what, has So you're saying maybe.
0: the same, you guys are saying the exact same thing. Okay. He's not saying to say iHeartRadio, saying something about his phone app to connect to iHeartRadio before then Alexa will understand that command.
6: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Because sometimes, yeah, I understand.
0: So you guys are saying the same thing. Well, finally on the same page. Good job. All right. (laughs) Speaking about being on the same page, I do want to talk about, um, and when we get back from break, we're going to talk about the generation gap in parents understanding the technology that's out there now because it's a lot of technology. And most of the time, our kids know way more than us uh, when it comes to technology and Facebook and IG. And I don't even know what Snapchat is. I'm, don't laugh. I don't know what it is. I know it's a... <laughs> look at him <them> laughing. You <laughs>
6: heard of Marco Polo?
0: Oh, oh he said Marco Polo. <laughs> you dated me there. You dated me there. But when we get back, we'll talk about all that and more right here on MPB Think Radio.
2: Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with the technology experts, Whoops Gutierrez and Jeremy Thompson. Now, if you've missed any of our program today, you can listen to the entire show at mpbonline.org slash tech. It's also available on your MPB media app. Well, don't forget, Safer Internet Day is Tuesday, February 6th. So today we're discussing Internet monitoring and safety. So far, we've discussed everything from being responsible online to how you can protect your information online, parenting um, tips for our teenagers and our young adults and Everything in between now we still have open phone lines, so there's time for you to get your questions answered. Give us a call at one eight seven seven m p b ring that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four or you can email the show to everyday tech at m p b dot org now before the break, Java told me something that I've never heard of. I have heard of snapchat I don't use it I don't even know how to use it and uh I was online. A couple of weeks ago and I saw I don't know if it was a Gail or it was someone who said that their adult teen daughter uh, set them up on Snapchat, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you know, I'm with the cool kids now." My daughter thinks I'm so lame because I don't know about Snapchat and all these other live. What is it? All these live sites that vines and. Oh my God! There she didn't. I, I go in her room, and she's like, "Ma, close the door. I'm live." I'm like, "What?" So I'm live too. Every dang day, I, when exactly. I wake up. I'm live right here in your room. I'm live. <laughs> Let's talk. But he told me about Marco Polo, and I thought he was talking about the game in the pool. That's what I was thinking. And he's laughing right now, but Marco Polo is a new app. What is it, Java?
6: Yeah, it's an app. Um, I just learned about it um, this weekend. One of my wife's... um, um, family members actually works for Microsoft. So she knew about a bunch of different things and she made us all download Marco Polo. So it's basically like a video app and you can send videos to each other. You can create a group. So everybody's sending videos and um, it's just a new, you know, a new way of connecting. You know, you
0: know, I got a joke here. If everybody's sending videos and doing this, who's working? Cause let me tell you something, my life, the way my life is set up, you know, my checking and savings, the way, the way I'm See, set I'm, up,
3: I'm checking and got to savings. yes, it. the
0: way my <laughs> life is set up, I don't have time to Snapchat and live this and that we're producers, we produce talk shows. We work for MPB and we have a very demanding schedule. We're in school, we're parents, so who has time to say, "I'm walking to the bathroom right now," "I'm going to class right now," and you know, follow me here and follow me there? I don't get it. I don't know. Am I? Jeremy laughs at me because he says I'm going to come up to the uh, what 2018 soon.
3: Well, you know, but the thing someday. is, <laughs> and, and, and and but here's where it's at: the teenagers do. Oh. The ones in the school, our kids do. And that's why I think it's really important for us to understand what they're doing, not necessarily because we're gonna be using like I'm looking right now. Shoot, Marco Polo video app's got three hundred and ninety eight thousand comments in the uh, iTunes store and it's a five star app. But they're using it and the more that we can stay aware of what our kids are doing, because mm-hmm. how can you
0: monitor what you don't know.
3: Yeah, and, and you know and, and don't think of the word monitor as such a bad word. Mm-hmm. It's just from you know I'm not sitting there looking at every single solitary post, my kids' post, but I'm gonna be there for them to be able to talk to, and I can you know make sure that I'm explaining to them it's like, hey, you might not want to put that out there, Hey, you might not want to say that, hey, that could be you know unfortunately when you're putting like a t- – even if you're putting like text out there it's it's just like the problem with uh with emails or letters, you can't. You can't see the emotion behind it. So, I, think about how, you know. I said, before you post it, why don't you read it and see how it sounds? Mm-hmm. Because that's how they're going to possibly hear it. Mm-hmm. Does it sound like what you're really trying to say? So, yeah, we probably don't have those kind of times. Because like you said, I mean, we uh, we have life in the way. But our kids are doing it.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Let's go to Ocean Springs right now and speak to Michael. I like your uh, comment and question. Michael, good morning.
1: Good morning. Hey, how are you? This doing is a wonderful. great show. I've called in before.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Sure. I've,
1: I've, uh, this is in pertains to uh, Snapchat, and in particular teenagers, but it can apply to anybody who uses it. Right. Um, I've talked to my kids about it uh, because I understand it probably maybe not as popular as it was, but Snapchat creates kind of this uh, false sense of security by uh, destroying an image once. Uh, once it's sent to each other. So, you know, teenagers especially have been sending suggestive or nude photos to each other thinking that they're going to be destroyed after hmm. they see it. But what people don't realize is it doesn't matter how effective an app is at destroying an image, it can always be screenshot and saved
0: forever. Exactly. Thank you for that point. That is exactly what we're talking about today with Safer Internet Day. That is the main point to drive into our younger generation that whatever you put out there in the cyberspace is out there forever if you think it's being like you said destroyed or gone it's not because someone took a picture of it and they sent it to this person and this person and it's all over oh yeah and and but people don't think about that not only on just some of the social media stuff
3: but even emails as well how many times you know if you send a joke maybe you know Maybe you and a friend have a certain sense of humor and you're able to joke back and forth with him or her to a certain level. Well, what's to prevent them from forwarding that on? And whenever they forward that, that includes your email. And so down the road, eventually somebody that you may not have wanted to see that joke could end up seeing. it. Right. So I usually I try to tell my kids, if you're not willing to say it in front of your grandmother, <laughs> do not put it out there for others as well, you know, because maybe that's not, you know, if if you're that ashamed, if you'd be ashamed to say it in front of your grandmother, you probably shouldn't put it out in public.
0: Thank you, Michael, for that um, thought. Um, Well, we're going to wrap up our show in just a little bit. Jeremy, do you have any last thoughts?
4: Uh, Yeah, so I was thinking about the uh, the Facebook Live thing with your daughter, Mm -hmm. and the reason that that's such a big deal is because there are a lot of videos that have gone viral out there because somebody was sabotaged or something happened while they were shooting a live video. Do y'all remember the newscaster or the guy that was interviewing on the news and his kids came in the room behind him? And that became like this big thing on the internet Oh, and my all. Goodness. oh yeah. Stuff like that. And that's the reason your daughter wants to shut the door with Exactly.
0: Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us today. And remember, Safer Internet Day is Tuesday, next Tuesday, February sixth. So let's do our part to help promote safer and more responsible use of online technology and mobile phones, especially among children and young adults across the world. Java Chapman was our engineer today, and our phone screener was Lori Thompson. Thank you, Lori. For Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy with Dr. Rick DeShazo. And join us next week at 10 for more Everyday Tech, only on MPB, Think Radio.